Mark Howard has been training business owners for over 20 years with online business tools and strategies that help them grow and succeed. If you want to grow your business fast and save time, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.businessmachine.co.za. And now, here's Mark. Hi, this is Mark Howard, and welcome to this episode of the Business Machines podcast. This week, I need to thank my nephew, one of my nephews, uh, Tom Howard, for this one. He put up a post on his Facebook page uh, about a company in Brighton that is no longer going, which is a complete shame. As you know, any business uh, that fails or goes under is always a shame. It doesn't matter who or where they are in the world. Um, the company in question is a company called uh, Beef Fries, and from what I can see, and you can remember I haven't been in the UK for a number of years, what I can see there were a Belgian-style fish and chip shop, a predominantly uh, chip shop that sold um lots of amazing uh, sources and had quite a good client base from what I can see as well. I mean, had over 500 reviews on uh, places such as Trip, uh, TripVisor and, but you know, in general, they seem to be doing quite well. They started in 2016 and four years later, they are no longer around. Uh, but the question is, why? Now, if you actually read the article in uh, the Paper, I think it was the Argus paper uh, that was shown online. They quote that the reason for them going under was the increase in rates and rent rises in the Brighton area uh, for business owners and small business owners. And we all know that rent rises and rate rises can kill any business. Just a small amount can kill any business very, very quickly. So it's no surprise there. And it's not the first time that I've read about this. There's another company which I'll... T- uh, touch on shortly that also quoted the reason for going under was because of their rate rises but and there's always a but with myself is that really the reason why they went under and I although I believe that it may have something to do with it I don't believe that is really the full answer and I've done some some stats and mathematics here and I just want to see uh, run this past you and see what you think about this now According to the website, which is still up at the moment, I know it's on its way down because they put up some notice, but according to their website, I had a quick look, and they did basically three different sizes of chips from £2.50 being the smallest up to the largest, which is £4.50. Now, if I was to take um, their rates and their rents, and I had to look at uh, renting in Brighton and not... uh, not too bad an area as well, not too far from the lane. So I just took a typical um, shop front down there. And again, I, I don't know how much they're paying, but I just took a typical uh, size shop front. It would look quite small, but I'm guessing it's the type of premises they would have had. They would have been paying uh, upwards of around about 30000 k per annum for the rental, uh, which means they would be paying about £2,500 per month for uh, that particular renting. Now, if you take into account their largest portion of chips, and if you just take into account uh, their rental alone, that means they would have had to be sending 500 portions of the largest chips per month just to cover the rent. Can you start to see and hear the alarm bells ringing before we even go further into this podcast? So that's not including rates. 
okay, because you've got rates on top of that as well, uh, water, electricity, and so forth. It's not including wages uh, in the shop, and it's not including produce either because obviously they're going to buy potatoes and so forth and stuff of the seasoning it's not including any of their marketing any anything at all literally just to cover their rent they would need at least 500 customers per month which means i would suspect that the total outgoings would have been double that and they would have been going out about £5,000 per month with everything roughly included, which means they would have needed to be pushing a 1,000 portions of chips a month just to uh, cover everything uh, through it. That's not even making a profit. That, that, that would be just uh, breaking even. Now, I'm not saying that they've done anything wrong in that respect, but that's when the alarm bells start to ring for me. When someone turns around and says the reason they're closing down is because rate increases and rent increases. Okay, so let's have a look at this very quickly. Uh, the rent increase, if it was to go up by 10% per annum for them, that means it would have gone up by £250 per month, which means they would have needed to get in another 50 customers. Youch, that's going to hurt, right? But in the UK, the average uh, rate increase or rent increase in a small business is actually only 3%, and that's capped. So they would have actually gone up by about £75 uh, per month, which is only another 15 customers. Not too bad. Okay, so that's where that comes from. But the question is, if any business can't afford an additional £75, then they're running out of problems straight away anyway. Okay, let's put that to one side for a second. Another shop uh, recently, or I say recently, a couple of years ago, was uh, one called Chocky Wocky Duda, and they were in the lanes in Brighton as well, and they closed down after an amazing amount of time. I mean, this, they, I think they were going for nearly 20 years, and they were doing some amazing chocolate cakes and chocolate confectionery, uh, and they were sending this to famous people all around the world. But they closed down, again, they... Uh, cited rate increases and rent increases is what closed their shop down but if you actually looked at what they were doing they had a huge footfall going through the door and little sales and this is the problem let's go back to beef fries for a second they the factors that would always be around beef fries when you've got a fish and chip shop on brighton fantastic if it's a sunny day yes absolutely you're going to want to buy fish and chips for example or in this case just the chips because i don't think they did the fish so one of the factors they've got there is a seasonal product, okay? So they, <laughs> I said to you earlier on, they're going to be needing at least a 1,000 customers uh, for a 1,000 portions of chips per month, but it's a seasonal product. No one's going to buy it in the winter. And there's going to be or certainly a decrease of number of people uh, buying in the winter. Next thing is they only had one premises. Now, if rates and rents is really a problem, why are you renting a shop? Get something smaller, certainly. But they could have quite easily had two or three vans on the road and have like the chip vans going around Brighton promoting the shop as well. And if the shop had like a nice little sit down area, which I, I, again, I don't know if it did or not. I did try to find out those details, but I couldn't find out. But the shop had more of a restaurant effect to it. Um, you could have had the vans going around sending the, sh the, the, the chips onto the seafronts and so on and so forth. And that would have enticed people uh, through that way. They could have even had stalls and that type of thing on the beach. You know, there's so many things they could have done but they're focused on the one area which is the shop now if the rates are really that high then the first thing you do is you get rid of your highest commodity or your highest outgoing and in this case that would have been the, the rent so the place is not working for you move somewhere else get somewhere cheaper that would have saved them a lot of problem and a lot of time it's very easy for people to turn around and say that's the 
the businesses go down because of renting and rates. And the, the thing is, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm not saying it doesn't affect uh, what you're doing. That's why we see more and more home businesses uh, starting up or more cottage industries starting up across the world. So I'm not saying that it doesn't. But the problem you, you have is that if you're not managing, if you're not looking at your outgoings, then you will run into problems and you will run into issues. I mean, if someone turned around and said to me, look, Mark, we're going to put your rates up by £75 a month, it's not really going to affect me too much, okay? Now, if it went up by two fifty a month, two hundred fifty pounds per month, then yes, then there's, there's a proper possibility there. I'm going to look at my uh, ratio of what my products per customer is and how many customers I need for the door and how many I've got to ensure that I can cover those increases. And if you can't, the first thing you do, rather than close down, is move to a different location or change the way you work. And I think that's the problem. So as a business owner, if you're starting to see uh, changes in your business when it comes to outgoings, what you need to do is literally just take an over and say, right, where can I change? You don't necessarily need to cut back. You just need to change. And if you can just change um, maybe the environment, the place, or bring on something that's going to allow you to bring in more revenue, then that's definitely the way to be going forward. Thanks for listening in and I look forward to chatting with you at our next podcast. Take care.